0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to Bluenile.com to get 30% off select lab grown diamonds. That's Bluenile.com for 30% off lab grown diamonds. Bluenile.com. You're tuned to The Steve Donahue Show on CPL Radio, your one stop daily source for Steve's take on the world of books. Now your host, the book critic who literally reads everything, Steve Donahue. Greetings fellow patrons of the Cedarburg Public Library and welcome back to the Steve Donahue Show where we talk about bookish views, reviews, and news until the proverbial cows come home. Our bit of bookish news today involves a veritable judgment day that's coming for the book world at long last, a judgment day that's been long postponed on which there will be a reckoning. (laughs) This day of reckoning involves the pandemic, of course. Uh, When it first fully roared to life back in March, it reshaped everyday reality in most of the countries of the world. Public spaces were summarily shut down, public activities were canceled, public curfews were imposed. And for a couple of months there, it very much looked like those restrictions would be permanent. Might, in fact, even get worse. Obviously, if you were a publisher looking out at that kind of dystopian landscape, you'd have had to be barking nuts to bring out a new book in March or April or May if you could in any way postpone it. After all, what good is it to publish a new book if there's nobody in the warehouses to package it? No drivers on the roads to deliver it. No bookstores open to stack it ostentatiously at the front of the shop right next to the scented soaps and decoratively painted rocks. No bookstore staff to find it for you. No she-she venues to host the authors for their insufferable public readings. No public to attend them in any case. Back in the early spring of this vicious, vicious year, all of those things looked to be annihilated at a stroke. Uh, But things have gradually changed for the better in most parts of the world outside of the United States. In America, simple, effective health measures have been rapidly politicized as weapons in an absolutely savage, nation-ending culture war being waged in the country. Um, And as a result, the pandemic is a wildfire throughout most of the states, and hundreds or even thousands of people are dying every day, and Americans are international pariahs, shunned by other countries. But outside of America, life, including the publishing world, is slowly, warily lurching back towards some kind of new normal bookshops have welcomed back customers, and the flow of books has cautiously, sheepishly resumed. But as I was reading just recently in The Guardian, in an article written by Alex Clark, the sheep are about to transform into ravening wolves, or maybe more accurately, stampeding buffaloes. According to Clark, September 3rd marks the book apocalypse, and this is what he writes. On that day, in a development that has provoked anguish among booksellers, editors, reviewers, and readers, almost 600 new books will be published, an increase of about a third from last year. There is such a thing as a crowded market. And then there is this, an avalanche of words that no retailer or media outlet could hope to accommodate. (laughs) Uh, If the pandemic ever really eases up, something very much like this bookpocalypse will likely happen in the US as well. And it's got me thinking mainly about the rather obvious fact that virtually nobody will actually benefit from it. True, authors will get regular book payments, and true, books that had originally been scheduled to appear way back in April or May will finally be able to see the light of day, but as the pandemic shutdown amply demonstrated, there's a lot more to a book's day in the sun than simple publication. There's time in bookshops, with the chance of attracting the attention of browsers. There's publicity tours to amenable book markets, where authors give public and private talks, answer questions at libraries and the dingy basement function rooms of bookshops, and generally help to elevate their book's profile a bit. And let's not forget, there's also any new books splash among the nation's literary watchdogs, the book reviewers who write up new releases for publications large and small every day and every week and in the back pages of every monthly magazine. These book reviewers will be downright spoiled for choices when that American bookpocalypse finally happens. Um, but my sympathies are reserved for the unsung heroes of what Gore Vidal used to call the book chat world, book section editors, the people who have to cover as many books as intelligently as and engagingly as they can in an amount of space that shrinks every year. It's the book section editors who are going to wince the sharpest at the sight of 600 new books all coming out at the same time. Some of those books are easier calls than others, it's true. Uh, books like Jared Yates Sexton's American Rule, his follow up to his 2017 book, The People Are Going to Rise Like Waters Upon Your Shore, is likely to get noticed no matter when it appears and in the midst of however how, however much in the way of competition. Uh, and the same thing is probably true of Jack, the new novel by the universally esteemed Marilyn Robinson, or V2 by best selling novelist Robert Harris, or Inside Story, the big new book f- from Martin Amos, in which he chronicles, among other things, his friendship with the late Christopher Hitchens. Uh, These books and others with their kind of clout will probably land on their feet, even in a super saturated book market. But all those uncountable others, there isn't enough table space in all the bookstores in Christendom to accommodate them all. (laughs) Looks like book section editors and their trusty reviewers will be even more valuable to a reading public glutted of choices, but starved as always for reading time. And, of course, when that tsunami breaks, we'll be serving it together right here on The Steve Donahue Show. But that's for a later date. For now, I'll sign off and wish you a very good bookish day. The Steve Donahue Show is a production of CPL Radio, a service of the Cedarburg Public Library located in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Hey marketers, want a matchmaker to set you up with your perfect audience? Well look no further, get intimate right away with Host Red sponsorships with Acast. Use ACAST's self-serve ad platform to search and partner up with a podcaster or two from our network of more than 100,000 shows. Have them sing your praises in their own words. And get their listeners ready to be wooed into loyal customers. It's the ultimate loving endorsement. Book host-read sponsorships with ACAST. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started.